0: You know, at the end of the day, we're not going to be able to, as much as everybody knows the answer to this housing problem is creating more supply, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. It's not going to happen like as quick as we want it to be in general. Sure. So this is a good measure, I would say. Look, I get it. The Toronto real estate market is confusing. Whether you're a new or experienced investor or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. Okay, welcome to another edition of Rodby Table Talks. Today we got some news, lots of news. New year, new news. New news. So today's January 4th. 4th. And yesterday I found some interesting news. You know, the BC government just rolled out a new um, thing. And it's kind of scary. It's the rescission period. Oh boy. So by default, all sales now have a three-day rescission period. They can actually back out after three days. Which is kind of scary, in my opinion. Not scary. It's 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 cool for the buyers. No, don't get me wrong. Right now in a down market. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's not going to make a difference, right? Because the market's kind of cooled anyway. Yeah. But as it kind of heats back up, which I think the fundamental, um, you know, it's going to heat back up because, you know, like at the end of the day, we're letting in five hundred thousand new people to the country. Yeah. They're going to need to settle somewhere, and then it just naturally gravitates towards big cities. We all know that, right? And the yeah. cost of it's you know, you know shrinking supplies, all supply and demand, whatever. Yeah but that's going to be an issue right now or not right now, but like as the market heats back up again.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I I actually see this as a good thing because I'm, I'm a very decisive person. So one of the big things that we always came across was whenever there was pressure, whenever there was an offer night, people always felt like they had the pressure to make a decision and they weren't sure if that's the right one. Mm. And which is why we tried to take steps, you know, pre-list inspections. We allowed people to get all their, um, their pre-qualifications, pre-approvals, everything done before making an offer. With a three-day grace period, I kind of feel like that allows people to be a little bit more clear-headed about whether or not they actually want a place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a good thing. I mean, it's kind of like the pre-construction market, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have a 10-day cooling period on Ontario. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's good for the buyer, for sure. It just kind of makes it shaky for the sellers, the seller, right? For sure. And then, you know, okay, go ahead. No, you're saying? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying that it's uh it's going to make things uncertain when things heat back up again, when we have bidding wars and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make it a little more competitive, which is nice. It'll mm-hmm. make it, uh, you know, actually it's a different kind of challenges. I think the number of offers as the market comes back mm-hmm. is still going to be the same, or if not higher, right? You know, back in the in the heyday, we saw like, 20, 30, 40, 50 offers per project, per house, mm-hmm. per listing, right? So I think we're gonna get back there.
2: So so for me is like, what I think about is like, for the sellers, so when you, when we see like offers coming in with how how we're seeing it now, they have um, status condition, or like just condition in general, with this rescission period, if it's a firm offer, they could potentially walk out, but then what does that mean for the sellers? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like stressful for the sellers, because then, it doesn't really matter if it's conditional or firm, they could still back out with just $200 for every, what, $100,000 penalty, right?
0: Yeah, 100%? so they actually just said that it's a 0.25% as a, which is a good measure, it's good, um, uh, I guess. Kind of measure? I guess, so you, you, you don't have people just dollars. putting in fake offers all the time and just rescinding, mm-hmm. right? Kind of yeah. like, so there's kind of like a, a transaction fee, if you will, mm-hmm. like a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do back out, it's a quarter point so for every million bucks, you're gonna pay $2,500 as mm-hmm. a penalty to the seller, Yeah, which I get it, you know, it's kind of a good measure. It's actually a great creative idea. It's just yeah. that it's hard, right? When you're creating all this hype for people to come to your house and you have a bidding war or whatever, um, and then all of a sudden, you, know, you gotta do more showings again. You gotta put it back on the market and it just yeah. kinda gets really nasty. In theory, you may not have to, if there's 20 offers, the 19th one might be able to, or the second one might be able to, um, you know, come back to the table. Mm-hmm which is not a bad thing, I guess. So I guess it kind of makes sense in a heater market. It's a Mm -hmm. good measure if you're not able to create more supply. Of course. It's just that I I think, you know, I'm kind of scared it's going to come to Ontario. You know, right now it's only in BC. Yeah, for sure. And it's in fact, as of yesterday, January 3rd. It's a good thing for
1: for them to test it out first. I mean, a lot of the proponents for the BC project, they're saying that um, they expect that consumers, given the choice, are less likely to back out because they don't have that pressure up front to agree to everything and sign everything off but then would
2: that, would that would that increase the tire kickers though? because then at least they'd be like okay well not
1: for the fee I mean there's yeah, a, there's small still fee, a fee. fee to it yeah. Yeah. but right. that's if it's, if
2: it's accepted right
1: I, I feel like at the end of the day it plays into people's psychology and it makes them feel a little bit more comfortable with saying yes and signing on the dot line and just going through with it Instead of being forced to. So so they don't feel like they're is like exactly you got twenty four hours to provide this. It
0: makes yeah. it hard as a as a seller or a listing agent, but sure. if you're the buyer agent or the or a buyer, then mm-hmm. it's actually better because you know, at the end of the day we're not gonna be able to as much as everybody knows the answer to this housing problem is creating more supply, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen overnight. Yeah. It's not gonna happen like as quick as we want it to be in general. Sure. So this is a good measure, I would say. I just yeah. you know, I'm kinda scared if it comes. Like, you know, for example the vacant home tax, right? Mm-hmm. That's new in Ontario in Toronto, mm-hmm. that came yeah. from uh, or or Ontario actually really Toronto oh no, Toronto sorry yeah. that came from b c mm-hmm. yeah they started it they right? started first two yeah. three years back mm-hmm. it's going to happen sooner or later, so yeah. speaking of vacant home tax, what's going on with that? anybody know
2: so the, the other ones that we, I saw was um the the ban on the foreign buyers for two years um, penalties are about ten thousand dollars, but there are some exceptions um foreign foreign bleh, Students, international students are allowed. Um, work permits, people or refugees, those are people that would be like permitted to able to buy something here.
0: Sorry, there's no penalty for ten thousand dollars. The penalty for aiding for a, yeah 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 so so the is ten thousand dollars. Yes. The government, the the federal government, can actually back out your sale mm-hmm. if the transaction is found to be a, a buyer, a foreign buyer. Mm-hmm. So they, they say it. you truly weren't allowed to buy it, so they can actually force a sale on you, just like if you you were forced a power of sale yeah. if you don't pay your mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. They can do the same thing, which is kind of scary. Yeah. scary. Um, but you know, honestly, foreign buyers only account for a single digit amount of buyers in Ontario in Canada, for that matter. I, mean, yeah. I saw a graph somewhere; it's like four percent or three percent, depending on which province you're in. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to make that much of an impact to the buyer mm-hmm. pool here anyway, to the to the supply or to the demand. I still think it's gonna be a hot market once the interest rates come back down.
2: Oh, for sure. And there's also gonna be loopholes, just international students in general, right? Because Now just what more students are gonna come anyways.
0: Yeah, but I think it's a big deterrent for foreign buyers to buy here, especially with like, for example, the 25% tax, right? Mm-hmm. Non-resident speculation tax. Mm-hmm. I can personally account for people that actually have decided not to buy here because the 25% upfront fee was, was too high. Even though they're gonna get permanent residency here, mm-hmm. they actually decided not to move here and then move back to the States or to move to the States instead of, um, you know, coming from Asia, right? Right. That's also true. Yeah. So I think that's a big deterrent more than the ban of it altogether. I mean, the fact is you're not allowed to even regardless of loopholes or not, right? Because the government ideally, like the federal government, I, I think it's actually not a bad strategy. It's like, <laughs> it's not like we can fight it anyway. So I might as well, you know, go with it. Right. But like, um, they're, they're basically bringing people to the country to work, right? To, to help our labor force. Hmm. And then allowing them to buy homes. But mm-hmm. everybody else, they're not allowed to come here. Which yeah. kind of makes sense,
1: Yeah, I think. It's a little bit more selective with the process because right now prioritizing housing is the most important thing to do. Yep. For our people that actually for, need it. Exactly, for the people that are actually here and staying. Right. Yeah, so right. it makes sense. Right. Yeah, and it's the same thing with the vacancy tax because we want to make sure that we maintain low vacancy rates. Although, I mean, historically, wasn't it as low as 0.7%? Was yeah yeah so with a vacancy rate as low as that I can't imagine that policy being too too effective in a city like Toronto yeah. although time will tell
0: I think they're just squeezing every using policy to squeeze out every kind of efficiency out mm-hmm. there to to I'll create supply, more yeah. supply mm-hmm. you know with the whole Bill twenty three and allowing more um, uh, units more densification in urban cities that, that makes a big thing yeah right the vacant home tax for example. So that doesn't apply to rural areas, mm-hmm. right? Like vacation properties and all that. Like it only applies to major urban cities yeah. where everybody wants to be anyway. Yeah. And then also affects, uh, you know, only residential, not commercial properties. Mm-hmm. So if you want to invest, if you're a foreigner and you want to invest in commercial properties, you can certainly do that. And we also do that too. Right?
1: And uh, what do you mean? We also do commercial properties too. Yeah, we can help with commercial properties,
0: yes. But like, uh, you know, a commercial property could be residential. It could be like yep. a, a four unit commercial, a uh, residential, yep. Yep. Four mm-hmm. or five fourplex, fiveplex. Fourplex. You mm-hmm. know, so that is considered commercial. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'd be funny. It'd be interesting to see how things go. Well, I feel like they're going to get a lot of tax
1: revenue right off the bat because um, at the end of the year when they announced that it was going into effect, a lot of people were thinking, oh, I don't have to fill out this declaration form because I live in it. It's my principal residence. It's like, no, you actually have to. Everyone. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. I
0: think I'll give you a warning as they are rolling it out first. But, uh, you know, you can certainly, like, I filled out a few of them. Mm-hmm. And you can certainly lie on it right you can put an, an address <laughs> on it but you know they do say in the disclaimer that they have the reserve the right to um ask for more information and if mm-hmm. you can't produce the lease or you can't show a tenant or whatever yeah, they do yeah. to make sure that the actual place is actually occupied yeah you know they'll levy a one percent tax on your mm-hmm. on your property yeah for sure so i don't know i think it's um you know making underlies utilize underutilized properties actually utilize i think mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of government intervention, but it kind of makes sense, especially because you know the worst cases that we go to, like a city like Hong Kong, where real estate prices just through the roof, and yeah. it just doesn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. What articles did you find?
1: Uh, so the main article that I was actually interested in was something that came out of BC, uh, the Real Estate uh, Association. Out there, yeah. Um, and it's,
2: oh, is it's it a p- testing ground or
1: something.
2: It seems like it.
0: Pretty much seems like that, I mean. Well, it's just because the fundamentals don't make sense, right? Because it's kind of like the whole Asian money coming over mm, and you. just speculators buying there and just, they it's the most expensive real estate in Canada for sure, yeah. or it used to be anyway, in Toronto is. Yeah. But uh, it just doesn't make sense. The commerce isn't there, yeah. right? And it's just people hoarding properties, I would guess mm. you'd say, right?
1: Mm. Well, I mean, it is interesting because based on everything that we said so far, it seems like BC is cognizant. Of all these issues, which is why they have so many new policies that are targeting this housing supply issue from so many fronts. Okay, and they're they're talking about a little bit of everything, including restricting blind bidding, uh, making sure that home inspections and financing are actually mandatory when it comes to purchase of sales, and uh, uh, consumer protection uh, risks. It's 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 a, it's a lot, and it's a lot of steps to take to to actually get to a purchase of a home. But it's good to see that the testing ground as I like to think of it, is actually mm-hmm. thinking about all these different aspects of how to purchase real estate in Canada and approaching the problem not just from like, a, okay, look, we're going to levy tax on this group of, popu- this mm-hmm. population. We're going to do this. They're actually going about it in a holistic way. And that's promising. Mm-hmm. So who, who is this? The uh, BC? BC Real um, Estate, um, real estate Association. So estate are proposing this? Yep. They're, they're asking for these policy changes. I am shocked. Well, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that that's the case. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic for the future as well because it seems like we know what the issue is and we are taking steps to do something about it
0: time will tell because I mean essentially if real estate was allowed to run free like the wild west like it, it just like why wouldn't you if you have capital it just continues to build more capital and only the rich get richer and the poor get poorer that causes this big wedge between the wealth gap mm-hmm. and it, it, like I said it's a like Hong Kong right we have these cage homes we rent a mm. one plus den or whatever and there's mm-hmm. like tall people living in you know, small little cages, like twenty square foot cages, or cube, yeah. cubic foot cages, I should say. Yeah. Um. So it, it's a big problem, I think. It is. And uh, you're right. It, there is good steps, and as as we mature as a society, as more innovation comes out, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it just kind of sucks, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um. As in a real estate investor, you know, you should be able to do what you want. It's a free market. Mm-hmm. You know, you should let the market dictate prices. But yeah. I guess it's just the downside of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, coming from the situation where we have less supply, that's actually affecting people's livelihoods and, and, and their homes. I'd say this is a good compromise to get everyone sort of on a level playing field. Yeah. Right. it's yeah. helpful. Right, and investors will continue to be investors. They will find a way.
0: Right, right,
2: right. Yeah, this gives kind of like a foundation of this is how to prevent certain things to like you know, like in that movie Big Short, everyone just giving away you know, mortgages, whatever, then flops, right? So it's just kind of like, this is, these are foundation steps. So just to kind of like bulletproof that whole fine real estate, you know, makes our industry
1: stronger. Yeah,
0: sure. I guess, (laughs) I guess (laughs) because it's, it's kind of like, I want to be on that side where it's a winning formula. You know, it used to be like that, right. Where, um, it's a no brainer where the cost of capital was cheaper than the return than the inflation actually for that matter. And that's why we have this problem in Canada (laughs) versus the States, right? Where our pricing is 10 times what their pricing is, depending on which market you're in. Obviously Mm -hmm. there's obviously more expensive markets in the States than Toronto is, but like, you know um, essentially the whole, how we got here in the first place is because interest rates were cheaper than inflation. So if you're buying an, an asset at, call in a million bucks, right? And it costs you 2% to fund it, Mm -hmm. but it's growing at 4% because inflation is going at 4%. It's a no brainer to buy more Mm -hmm. real estate. Yes. So now it's kind of the reverse. And now you got to actually do things to actually add value to properties. Yeah, which is great. A lot of
1: the buildings were aging and a lot of the infrastructure was aging. So as long as we keep investing back into the infrastructure in the buildings and continue working on improving employment conditions in Toronto, uh,
0: quality of living is just going to rise. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It's going to be certainly expensive to be part of a society like this, Mm -hmm. but it will be better. I mean, for example, balanced, well, maybe better. I don't know. You can argue that, but like for the majority of the people anyway, Yeah. like I I think an iPhone's made my life better. I don't know about you guys, you know, Uh, (laughs) you can argue that, right? Like, or I should say phone. I shouldn't say iPhone. Yeah. But it's like, now we have a computer. Smartphone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. We're we're going to send a man to the moon again or a person to the moon. And like, you Mm -hmm. know, we haven't done that in 60 years or whatever. right? So now Elon Musk has created rockets and and electric cars and things like that, right? So I think innovation and all that stuff that's happening in society is better for us in general. So I don't know. That's how capitalism works. It's just that people that understand it will do well. People that don't understand it or aren't fortunate to have um, enough resources or ability Mm -hmm. to do so may not do so well and they'll get left behind. But the idea of regulations and policies like this is so that everybody goes along for the ride.
1: Yeah. Try cool. to create more equality and balance. Because we've seen what the uh, extreme is like.
0: Anyway, um, if you want to learn more about this stuff, we talk about this every week. Subscribe. Consider subscribing. And give us a thumbs up if you like this video, wherever you're watching it. Or if you listen on iTunes or Apple, Spotify, Apple's or Spotify, <laughs> give us a positive comment. All right. Thanks for watching. Catch you next week. Take care, guys.
1: Head it up.